0: They need that uh, sea turtle from uh, Finding Nemo. Totally, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, right there. <laughs> you know, you actually, what would be fun is if we had a list of where to look for them, you know, oh. and which ones you have. Well, that so, would be
0: like telling your kids where you put all the Easter eggs in the backyard, well, Wendy.
1: I'm just saying it would be a reference that we could have on the show notes or we could put them into the <laughs> website. People were curious. They could go look. At least they would know where to look. But honestly, it's everywhere in the vehicle. I mean, it can be anywhere they're hidden.
0: Hi-dee-ho, I'm Tony and welcome to the Jeep Talk Show, the premier show for Jeep enthusiasts and hardcore off-roaders. Whether you're new to the Jeep world or a seasoned Jeeper, we've got you covered with latest news, tips, and advice to help you get the most out of your Jeep. On tonight's episode, uh, we're going to have a news story about a Jeep, well, (laughs) this is kind of confusing, Jeep stops shipping internal combustion vehicles. Yes. We're not talking about in 2050 or 2130 or anything like that. They're not uh, shipping internal combustion vehicles. Uh, And Newbie Nuggets, is Wendy getting a new all-electric Rivian truck? Oh, damn it. They've already got to you. Is somebody holding a gun at you that's with the California uh, political party?
1: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) We need to wait and see.
0: (laughs) In our Gladiator update, steer smarts stop the slop. And in our must-have stuff, <laughs> and in our <laughs> must-have stuff for your Jeep, a fire extinguisher that won't dent your head, but Ooh. will it dent your back pocketbook? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> See what it did there. <laughs> it's a Jeep thing. Yeah. Are you ready? It's time for the Jeep Talk Show with hosts Tony, Josh, Wendy, and Chuck.
1: Well, howdy, it's Wendy And no, I am not getting an all-electric truck Thank you, Tony <laughs> But I am going to share our experience with a student Who has a Rivian truck Very interesting
2: Hi, this is Larry, Jeeping Mo And, uh, hold on to, Am I supposed to read something or just introduce myself? Sorry
0: No, it's good right there <laughs> <laughs> So real quick, I want to tell you guys That uh, we are on the radio Yes, I mean, like Actual honest-to-goodness radio. I'm not talking what? about when you hold the radio too close to the computer. You can kind of hear what's what the computer <laughs> noises are, are making. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we are on WWPR down in Sarasota, Florida on 1490 a.m. every Monday at 6 a.m. local time. That would be Eastern Time, or as they make me say, New York Time. I, I, I think everybody knows New York Time, right? Larry, do you know New York Time? Yeah, that's a time next to mine. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so you can catch us there uh, every Monday, and uh, that will be included into July. So uh, we'll see how it goes. And we'd love it if you have heard us on the radio. Uh, let us know. How did it sound? What did you think? Is uh, Were you surprised? Was did, did, what, did you hear about it here first? Because I can well imagine if you're a Jeep Talk Show listener and you're cruising around and you you turn on the radio and you hear the show, you go, you don't know what's happening. Is, is my is my phone going through my radio now? And with, that would just be really confusing, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Jeep stops shipping non EV Jeeps to 14 states. Wendy, is your state behind this? Oh, so we're probably the freaking
1: leader, and it's so a bunch of BS. I'm sorry. <laughs> Seriously, why?
2: Uh, uh.
0: Well, uh, so let me let me name the states, and, and maybe this will be a little <laughs> a little more interesting. I mean, make make them more a little more uh, understandable.
1: <laughs> like this is a surprise to anybody what these fourteen states are.
0: Yeah, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington.
1: Hmm, all the states on the no eastern. Surpri- yeah, no surprise, and the western. Uh, what are they all the Lib states or something, right? Except mm-hmm. uh Colorado in the center. What happened yeah, to Yeah, Colorado's
2: kinda of, kind of the flyer there.
0: Ugh. Yeah, and of course if I didn't if you didn't hear me say California, I think everybody knows that one's implied.
2: Well it's so ridiculous because it's
1: why why follow California? Listen, our state is falling apart. Okay. We are not a state that you, anybody should be following anything that we're doing. Are people, we have uh, the highest criminals, <sighs> the high they let the criminals out. It's awful.
0: Go ahead. How do people, how, how does, uh, how do the, 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 the political people keep getting reelected? I mean, you want my, you want if my things opinion? are so bad. Sure. You want my
1: opinion? Yeah. Because they're doing something with the voting. To they're cheating it. is what you're yes, saying. Yes, they are. Yeah, they, I am saying that.
0: That's the only
2: thing well, I can think of. Follow the money. That's right. That's all you got to do.
0: I mean, and that's one of the things that the losers always say, right? Uh, oh, you guys were cheating. That's why, why we didn't win. No, so,
1: that's not what I'm saying.
0: No, we, but I'm we, but I'm but I'm saying that you can look at it from that standpoint. That but but we actually
1: recalled that our governor um, twice. The first time he ba- he made himself in charge of the voting rolls, <laughs> so that he could listen to me. He could negate your signature did not match when you're 16 and you get your first license and you sign that card that says I'm you know get to be a voter or 18 whatever age it was. Your your signature's not going to match today, 30, 40, 50 years later. So he kicked out all the people that said, we want you out of there. So then this next go around, we made sure he wasn't in charge of the voting rolls. Think about that for a minute. Your governor is in charge of the voting things. Hello. That's so right funny. There. Yeah, it's funny from Texas, but it sure is. Sucks no, in California. it's just so okay. blatantly,
0: obviously <laughs> oh, bad.
1: It's horrible. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. So the next time around, we clearly had. The signatures, there were Dems, Republicans, it didn't matter what side, we were just tired of what he was doing. And miraculously, he didn't get recalled. What? It's impossible. It is virtually impossible. But nobody's willing to stand up to these people and they're not willing to, whatever, get in trouble or try to get in trouble and say, this is wrong. Mm -hmm. All the judges have been put in place in California. No one's going to fight it it's just it's it's literally falling apart so if you're listening from outside of california they are going to run gavin newson for president trust me and he's gonna look pretty he's gonna sound pretty y'all need to look at what's happening in california and realize that he would be the worst choice of anybody else in the field i have no idea who else is running please they're not the
2: power base
1: oh it's awful
0: um. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I don't know what it's going to take. Uh, to uh, to get uh, get things where, uh, I mean, not, we're never going to be in a situation where everybody's happy. But it, we we should oh, at least not. the majority of us should feel like the elections were fair. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I think that makes it a little easier. But well, anyway, anyway, back to the, back the, to the, the Jeep <laughs> thing. Yeah, back Sorry, to the Jeep thing. Um, so uh, it, 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 it is tied to California. Apparently, the 14 states are CARB-compliant uh, states that are following California, where the other states are following their own rules or going with what the, the federal guidelines are. Um, or a modification of the the federal guidelines. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's this seems strange that the only way you're going to be able to get a, a vehicle with an internal combustion engine, at least other than California, is by going to the dealership and ordering a Jeep with a gas-powered engine in it.
1: So everybody needs to make sure they do that and get rid of it. Because honestly, what's going to happen is, you know, Newsom said by 2032, there can be no combustion engines period you're talking that's not just in vehicles that would be in every line of work think about our trucks think about our our farming california produces most of the food for this nation by the way uh that's all has to be changed by 2032 everything so there's going to be none of that so i think this is part of their way to force it um my concern is every time we have power outages which is all the time in california brownouts and you know the first thing they say is don't charge your vehicle so i believe this is actually a conditioning to control again so that you can't drive very far your vehicle will not be able to be charged to get out of california and (laughs) to back this up i'm just going to throw this out there you guys got me on a political rant Uh he's also proposing that if you leave california if you move out they're going to tax you for x number of years ten on is 10 right yeah, yeah 10 years uh on your income regardless so not only do they they're, they're going to force you to stay they're going to try to rob and steal your money that you already have you know we've all paid taxes every
2: year is we we pay into the state because you, you got such a break on taxes all the time you were there no. to recoup <laughs> those taxes are or? you kidding
1: our taxes are the highest in the freaking <laughs> country what are you talking about so that's the issue is that i believe they're trying to almost control you. And if it, you know, people just, oh, fall into the place. I like my electric car. It's so nice. Yeah, guess what, sheeples? You're all being conditioned that they're going to say, sorry, these three months, you don't get to charge your car. Therefore, you can't go anywhere. They're going to force you to use public transportation to go to the grocery store or whatever else. I mean, that's what I see happening in California. Well, but
0: public transportation is going to be electric too, and that's, <laughs> it's going to be down as well. <laughs>
1: well, it's ridiculous. So I'm just saying, don't let this happen. Yes, if you like that Forexy, you want to do you know, part of that, that's fine. But know that there's some other things happening. And the fact that these 14, 13 other states are following California, don't those leaders have any of their own brains can figure this out? It's like they want to jump on the coat, you know, the coattails of this ridiculous governor we have. I don't understand it.
0: What I see here is a political situation where nobody uh, wants to take the responsibility for their own actions, which we're seeing this as a society. And I think that if you can say, hey, we I just decided to do what California and more than likely they would even say I they would say the committee uh, that i uh started uh came to the conclusion that we need to do what california did so they they blame it on california they're not taking any responsibility for it and i think it's a lack of responsibility that's that's hurting this uh this country
1: yeah i agree i mean stand up and get some you know what's people <laughs> i'm sorry
0: yeah it's uh, like you know i mean honestly
1: <laughs> well and honestly we we need to put men back in the world i mean we've sort of demasculin. Most of the guys, if you look at every yeah. commercial on TV, you know, every dad, every man is stupid. And it's like, really? I'm sick of this. Men need oh, yeah. to be men. Stand up and be a man. Frickin' A, get our elective people in there and let's go back to what we need to be doing and fight for our rights
0: anyway it it would not fix the situation but i believe term limits would at least uh put us in (gasps) a situation where uh, more men would stand up and be men because they're not trying to play the the the, you know the 10-year 20-year game and become president game
1: well and don't forget uh, our governor Newsom is nancy pelosi's nephew yep so, this runs very deep. This is not some guy who thought he was doing a good job for our state. This is somebody who's been put in office with a purpose and a plan. And trust me, she will be all over it like you know what. So, keep that in mind.
0: Yeah. Uh, alcoholic over a, uh, a wine bottle. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Polka-
2: <laughs> Unbelievable. is yeah, Colorado's all right, need- the flyer there. Because, you know, Colorado, you, there, there's not a lot you can't do to a vehicle right now. So, I wonder... If that's a Denver thing or, you know, where that base is coming from in Colorado, because outside of Colorado, I mean, their vehicles, they they pretty much do just about anything to them without any kind of inspection or emissions or anything.
1: Well, we also have certain counties in California that try to do some of their own things, too. I mean, we certainly have rules, but I mean, they literally you have to do smog checks on diesel vehicles. I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> what? They, what what are you testing for? It's a diesel. You are going to have some sort of carbons coming out. Big deal. It's probably cleaner than most of the stuff that's around. But we have to pay a fee every year for each diesel vehicle to have it smog smogged.
0: Well, and and you talk about pay a fee, can you imagine uh, if uh, EVs are the are mandated on at least for these 14 states? Yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, not I'm sorry, not mandated, but that's the ones you can pick up if you want to go right. to the dealership, because that's all that's going to be shipped to the dealers. Uh, and you have to get this. Now, you can't drive very far, like you were talking mm-hmm. about earlier, so it's going to cost you more because the mm-hmm. technology is more expensive. It'll come down as, as it's forced down the throat of, of consumers, well, but it's going to be more expensive, and you won't be able to drive as far. I mean, but, this is think horrible. About this.
1: <laughs> think about this. If the state generates dollars or income from fees like smog checks and whatever else they're doing what how are they going to collect that with these quote all electric vehicles that don't have any emissions what what are they going to charge you for now you haven't
0: seen that news story where they're going to charge you mileage
1: well, that's been thrown around for a number of years yeah, to that, try to to yeah. try to offset the roads, but our no, roads are not. They're not, the worst they're not collecting the
0: taxes on the, the fuel the diesel and the, the gas anymore, so now they have to go and a- a actually monitor. Tax. Yeah. Monitor how many miles that you're driving on, on those so, roads.
1: Again, right. with an electric car that has a way for someone else to control it, by the way. They're gonna be able to know everything you're doing, every movement, every single Oh my gosh, this is like right, but, but when
2: it comes when it comes time to get rid of that electric vehicle to put it out of its misery, and you got to... Do you bury the battery next to the windmills, or is there a separate
0: (laughs) disposal? (laughs)
1: Yes, you are so right, because you cannot recycle them. You cannot dispose of them. You cannot... Well, you, guys,
0: you guys are just haters you just don't we want are. to go you just don't want to move into the future
1: <laughs> i need to have a new state to go to soon
0: because this is just We're getting ridiculous it makes sense
1: <laughs> yes i know it just, just makes sense please <clears throat> it just doesn't make any sense all no, right i need to no. get off this soapbox so
0: no it really doesn't and uh, i am hopeful that um the people that they haven't uh, got fired yet, the people that they haven't uh, shamed or outed their addresses so people could protest at the, their house. I, you know, I, I fear that uh, the um, the men, and this includes women.
2: Welcome to Codependence. What's up, guys? I'm Sierra Miller, and I want you to join me
1: and my sister, Maya Allen, every week for the inside scoop into our sisterhood. You will be getting front row access to the good, the bad, the ugly, and the pretty. So come let your guard down with your fellow codependents as we laugh and of course cry our way through this crazy world. See you every Wednesday.
0: Uh, the like-minded women uh, are going to rise up and it's going to be very ugly. Uh, this, you, when does that, that moment happen? When does it go just too far? and then all this changes and it it and it's not uh, a nice change a nice easy change um so yeah i don't know it's just uh, it's really sad to see this nonsense that's going on and um uh, it's it just if it, it's just not logical it's not smart uh it's not factual and uh, people are just you know believing in uh, uh fairy tales and saying yeah well this is <laughs> we let's go to middle earth And have a magic ring. And it's just just because you just because you like the story and you really, really, really believe it, doesn't make it factual and true.
1: And you know, I don't have a problem, like you've said in the past, Tony, we've talked about this. We all have our opinions on the electric stuff. If you want to do a forexy and you wanna, you know, have that, that's fine. What I don't like is the government forcing me that I will have no choice. So what they're doing by choking down these fourteen states is saying, Well, If you want a new car, you have to buy this all-electric car or a hybrid or whatever they're doing. If you want something that's gas, oh, that is so bad and you're so awful, we we, we will get you one. But it's going to take you, you know, eight weeks or five months or whatever it is. So they're literally telling us that we have no choice anymore. That's what I have a problem with, is that they're taking away my ability to make that choice.
2: So can you bring a vehicle in from Nevada?
1: I hope so. But right now, they're not saying anything about, you know, stopping at the border and not letting you
0: in. Well, I mean, but, what are they going to do uh, about junkyards? There's going to be well, engines in junkyards, internal after, combustion engines, and go into auto parts, buy the stuff, build your own damn engine, and take exactly. and rip that EV out and all those batteries out and, and drive it around. I mean, well, so they're going to have to do something about that as well.
1: And that's the big question in 2032. So all most cargo and things like that. Obviously comes to our coast as well as your, as uh, you know the East Coast, but things that come into California, are they going to stop at the border and then what offload them onto electric trucks and then sh- bring them in?
0: So what's because, that? What was that that show that was on the series? I think it was only on one uh, one season. It was it Firefly, um, the 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 space movie, but they were all dressed like cowboys. I I can see this in California, where people are bringing uh, goods and services in and out of California on a horse uh, cart. I mean, that's really what we're talking about here. But but I'm afraid the horse produces too much methane for California, so I don't don't even know they'll be able to do that.
1: Well, they've already moved most of the dairy cattle farmers out of California because of that ridiculous garbage.
0: Stupid! California is just making people leave. (laughs)
1: i know and we've got listeners right now i thought this was a jeep talk show this is a political rant what's going on here
0: yeah yeah well and i don't know if this is any better but a worker was recently fired accused of rigging bids so her husband could buy a jeep well (laughs) did did y'all hear about this one
1: is this in california no no i was gonna say
0: and i was gonna say no and believe it or not it's not in california
1: (laughs) okay good gosh (laughs) <laughs> what? She's rigging the bids. I mean like they what they have some kind of a lottery or something or what did they do?
0: So they were going to sell a 2013 Jeep Cherokee uh, at public auction. And uh this lady's husband who also worked for the same uh Dart which is a uh, uh like the bus service. The, okay, yeah, uh, it's a transportation. Yeah, a transportation thing. And uh he he bid on this uh, 2013 Jeep Cherokee. Doesn't say how many miles it had on it. It wasn't new. Uh, obviously, at 2013, and uh, he and I'm a little suspicious because his bid was $100 more than the next highest bid. So okay. this is kind of like being on uh, what is that deal? Not deal of the century. What's that thing? Come on down, and they they make uh, a bid. We, probably,
2: uh, probably sealed bids. I bid on a lot of auction stuff, and then sometimes they seal. They seal the bids so it's you can't you can't feasibly see what's going on. Theoretically.
0: Right. But I think this that she may have been able to because uh he right. won the bid, but then he contacted them and saying, Oh no, I'm sorry, I can't honor that bid of eighteen thousand dollars. What? Yeah. And uh, she says to her husband, No problem. How about uh eleven thousand two hundred? Which we she said, sure honey, thank you. <laughs> So, so wow. what, was she in charge of the auction? Uh, apparently so. Or she was in a position where she could do this stuff, which is, I find <laughs> very, very weird. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I suspect that she knew what the high bid was. So, oh, so she awarded it to her own husband. Uh, Hello. Awarded it, yeah. Awarded it to the husband. And Let she, me
1: guess how she votes. Okay.
0: Sorry. And she, was fired. Yeah, she was fired on March 29th for violating policies prohibiting conflicts of interest mm-hmm. and acting as a go between or broker for the benefit of a third party in any transactions involving DART. Oh, my gosh. And get this, he also worked for DART. <laughs> so was he fired, too, then? Oh, wow. He was not. So uh, they, uh, the record shows she used her position to extend a substantial discount to her husband from the going market price in the bid.
1: I mean, do these people? That's what. That's what's wrong. Everybody tries to figure out how to finagle or swindle or do something because they what think they deserve that? Or I don't understand it. Why? Why would you do that?
2: I think this goes back to our last conversation. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can. Yep. Because there's nobody stopping
1: you. Yes. Yep. There's there, there's no consequences for actions like this anymore she gets a slap on the wrist okay she loses her job she'll get another job somewhere else you know what i mean yeah so
0: she'll probably be selling cars so the thing that surprises me is this is a a six-year career i -hmm. mean she may have she may have uh, hated her job but i mean still she has a six-year career and she does something blatant like this and you're not you don't think anybody's going to put it together especially with the same last names right yeah All right. The key question here is that they have
2: to give the car back.
0: Oh, that's a good question. I do not I, know. I, don't think I would they hope pro- so.
1: They, they probably didn't allow the transaction to even happen.
0: Oh, gee. That would be that would be horrible. But anyway, uh, he's still got his job. She doesn't have her, her job. And uh, I guess they could uh, wind up s- selling that uh uh, that uh, $11,000 vehicle for $18,000. And make uh, a profit. <laughs> and make a profit while she's looking for another job. Hey, we're flipping cars now. woohoo! <laughs> so I don't know how you guys feel about this. Uh, what do you think about the Easter eggs? First off, do you know what the Easter eggs are on Jeeps?
1: Yes, there's yes. a bunch of them. People love them. But do you? I do. Yeah, I, I don't have it because ours is older and the parts were probably, they was probably there. Uh, probably on the rims or something like that from 2008, but we, we didn't get to see it because things were all changed when we bought the Jeep. So.
0: I was yeah, surprised.
2: The, J, the JL and the JT, they're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, they're su- all over,
0: right? I was surprised to find out that the first Easter egg was on the 1997 Jeep Wrangler TJ. Did you guys have any idea that it went that far back?
1: Yes, because I did an episode on it, I think. You guys, you you and Josh harassed the you-know-what out-of-me on that. <laughs> we hate that. We're not doing Easter eggs. It was well, a whole big thing.
0: Yeah, that's the reason why I was asking you guys about it, is uh, what you thought about that, because some people think it is just silly. Uh, yeah. What does what an off-road vehicle have anything to do with Easter eggs?
1: Well, I think it was kind of originally fun. And now they're a lot putting of them never
0: in, go
2: off-road. A lot of them are just… Uh, oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, right, and so. there's uh, there's one in the windshield now that has, like, the Jeep sort of… At a tilted angle, like it's on a rock or a cliff or something like that. I think people like that makes them feel yeah cool. Stick figures,
0: stick figures going mm-hmm. off road. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> Run, just running over all kinds of stick
0: figures. <laughs> Do you guys ever see the uh, the the meme or the picture of the one where the, there was like uh, one guy, one woman? You know the stick figure, figures yes. on the back glass. Yeah, there was like one one guy, one woman, and uh, like nine kids.
1: I saw that, and then they somebody did the. The, uh, what was they, like, hand-wrote in the dust? Is that the one you're talking about? I think so.
0: Oh, my God, get off of her.
1: Yes. Stop, <laughs> yes, stop, getting, <laughs> stop getting on top of her. Because it was, it was more than nine, Tony. I think it was, like, all these kids and... I don't know. It was crazy. dogs, and <laughs> it was awful. Like they wrote in the. See, was so funny. Those are some
0: Easter eggs. I don't mind, and those, those are those are, fun. are Yeah, those are put on by people. But yeah, the, so the ninety seven TJ um, and uh, the uh, the other Easter eggs, uh, and, and some of the Easter eggs are like. Uh, this picture that we have in the show notes that you guys will be able to see on the, this episode uh, eight thirty five on our uh, our website JeepTalkShow.com. Um, is that a gecko or a lizard? I bet you it's it a gecko. Looks-
1: it looks like a gecko like to a me. Gecko.
0: I think that's, yeah. yeah. So there's a 3D gecko on this one vehicle. Uh, I did not know about the, the spider. And there's also mm-hmm. one uh, about a shark uh, mm-hmm. and a snake. And the snake think- almost looks like a dragon.
1: I think the snake and spider are mm-hmm. in the um, like when you go to flip the the, the gas door for to, to oh, fuel. Oh, okay. I, there's something in there too on the newer vehicles. It's mm-hmm. inside of there. I've seen it. So, so how about you, Tony? Where, where's yours? Because you're a newer vehicle. You got to have them.
0: Um, I, I remember seeing the one you're talking about—the little, uh, like the 1941 uh, uh, Jeep with no top. Yeah. Uh The military Jeep, like going yeah. off road in the windshield, or maybe that was Larry that said that. Uh, but uh, i don't know uh, i mean on i notice on the the bed um there's a um i don't remember the number now uh it begins with a four it's like not 410 or 411 that would be like information but anyway uh there's a a number back there It it, it is relevant to the early jeeps and i for the for the life of me i can't remember what it is but that's a, a series of numbers as far as critters go I don't remember seeing any critters on the JT. I'm sure it's there, uh, but, but you, believe it or well, not, I have not done a hard target search. Yeah, cause they'll eggs. be
1: <laughs> they'll be in on your doors. They'll be they could be on your mats. The original stuff. But what about your original rims, your wheels? There should have been keeps on those.
0: I I don't see anything. It's it's all black. Uh, I don't see anything on it. There's no. I have seen the little red. Uh, Jeeps uh, on rims, but uh, Mm -hmm. I don't see them on mine. But apparently, uh, and this for you guys that maybe don't have a a Wrangler or a Gladiator, you can uh, of course find these on Wrangler's with the new Cherokees, uh, certainly the Renegades, because the Renegades have so li- very little that they have to have Easter eggs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> and uh, some of uh, some of them have Willys or uh, Willis Jeeps on them, and mm-hmm. uh, original Jeep designs uh, in the floor mats get uh, uh, can uh, get X's and maps of Moab, Utah. I think mm-hmm. the. I think the the, uh, the uh, elevation maps are very cool looking. I, I kind of mm-hmm. like those. The little critters, eh, not so much. Yeah, I just think and it's even interesting. The What's that? Yeah, there's. Flip-flops? That's right. There's flip flops. The flip flops. Yeah, that's
1: that's they're probably on, your,
2: on the beach on the beach models. are yeah, well, they're on all of them. It's on that on the top the cowl where your windshield wipers are. You look on the mm. passenger side up front there. There's a set of flip flops.
0: Yep. They need that uh, sea turtle from uh, Finding Nemo. Totally, dude. <laughs> yeah, right there. <laughs> you, you
1: Actually, what would be fun is if we had a list of where to look for them, you know, oh. and which ones you have.
0: Well, that so, would be like telling your kids where you put all the Easter eggs in the backyard, well, Wendy. I'm just saying it would be a
1: reference that we could have on the show notes, or we could put them into the <laughs> website. People were curious. They could go look. At least they would know where to look. But honestly, it's everywhere in the vehicle. I mean, it can be anywhere. They're hidden, so...
0: It's not a bad idea. It's uh, it's neat. Uh, It's a lot of detail that uh, Jeep Mm -hmm. went through to to do that. Uh, It makes
1: them unique, different.
0: Yeah, and and of course that's the nice thing about Jeeps is we like making them uh, making them our own.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: With or without an internal combustion engine. Mm
1: -hmm. Speaking of not an internal combustion engine, I'm going to share with you guys an experience that we had a Rivian R1T truck. It was quite interesting. Um, we've obviously had 4XEs in some of our training and students bringing those. That's been amazing vehicle. But this was completely all 100% electric. What was different about it, too, for us was that we had to sort of figure out where they were coming from, where could they charge before they came to us, <laughs> as in off-road, yeah. to make sure that they didn't lose you know, power in the middle. Because we would have no way of… You know, charging them back up. It's like we could get a gas can in
0: there. This thing needs tow hooks, (laughs) just in case. Well, it does. Where did you take it, Wendy? uh,
1: We took it down to kind of our training grounds. It's down in between Big Bear and the desert. Um, So, it's a moderate trail. Um, We we put it through the paces because we were curious. Um, So, we learned quite a bit of things about the vehicle. So, it has about 320 miles mpg i don't even know if you call it mpg but about 320 miles it'll go before it needs a charge um in the sport mode it's zero to 60 in 3.3 seconds which i think is just freaking awesome i mean can you imagine
2: that's a big vehicle too
1: yeah it is it's very heavy um there's a couple of different modes that it has uh the off-road mode it raises the truck to about 15 inches ground clearance so that's kind of cool. It's all computer screen, by the way. No, there's no gauges and dials like we're used to. Um and you just punch it in and it just the truck just lifts up and you're like, okay, this is it. And of course, there's no diff underneath. So that's kind of neat. The only low spot is where the motors are for the four wheels. Um, and that would be your quote spot. So there the center of that vehicle is the highest ground clearance because there's nothing close to the wheels on that. There's a rock crawl mode that this truck had that actually then lowers it back down to 13.1. And we're thinking it's because it gives it more articulation. Oh, that makes sense. To be mm, yeah. able you know, to articulate. So there's more space on that. Um, there were no lockers. Uh, to watch this in action was very interesting. So our training ground has some tall climbs and stuff. And so the computer senses when you have a wheel spin and it engages the other wheels to automatically spin and keep going. It's, it was just like, wow. I mean, the power was just absolutely amazing on it Very, and quiet. That's the other thing that was weird. So spotting somebody through and teaching them how to spot and how to pick their lines. You know, I can hear when vehicles are coming forward or if they've got too much on the gas pedal or you don't have that in a fully electric vehicle. So that was interesting nope. for me to sort of watch that, which is kind of cool um it takes about 13 hours to charge he was saying his name's gene by the way i don't know if you'll ever listen to our show but i of course encourage him to because there's great information on the show um and he said that there are charging stations that have fast charge and then um slow charge so i'm not sure what the 13 hours were if that's the regular charge or the fast we didn't get that clarified uh,
0: fast charge is 12 hours 55 minutes
2: yeah, something like that. So. Um, yeah, what's interesting? Yeah, So We're on a trail. It's, it's kind of amazing because you're sitting there, you're waiting for them to go. And I don't pay attention until I hear the engine rev, rev up typically. And all <laughs> of a sudden, the they're right in. on top yeah. of you. It's like, uh-oh.
1: Yeah, and I think if you're spotting anybody who is fully electric, even the 4XE if it's in electric mode, you really need to be aware of that because it's not going to be a normal thing in our brain when we hear that acceleration you're not going to hear it so that is something that was interesting for us um there is an off-road package that you can purchase and st- you know there's different models obviously and this one had an off-road package <laughs> i couldn't believe everything this guy got for this there's a built-in compressor um that is hooked up to the bed of the truck it comes with the um with the uh hoses all the gear you need to hook up, you can do all four. You can do one at a time. Um, It just clicks in the back of the bed of the truck. It automatically is there. It has a reader right there. You can actually set what you want those tires to be aired up to. Um, It was just amazing. It doesn't honk when you're done. Thank goodness. Gosh, I hate that on the 4XZs. I would be turning that feature off on the 4XZ because it honks every time that the tires are at the level they're supposed to be at. And well, how, how are you going
0: to know what the pressure... I mean, the pressure's right. I mean, unless you get up and walk back over there and look at the dash, or you ha- un- take the airline off and put the air checker on there to see what the pressure is. Uh, unless you unless other, you do like we do. The, the other one, one is you put we the... We have a gauge. Put the, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You put the hose on, and when it honks, you're done. You move to the I next know. tire.
1: I get it. I'm not going to argue with you, but for me personally, I don't want to hear the horn. So that's
0: oh, I don't funny. blame you. I mean, yeah, if, it, if it came on there and said... Hi, Dave. my My tire is <laughs> or, full now. Or,
1: or, 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 if it would just chirp, like chirp, you know, like chirping the full chirping would full, be good. Something that was less than the full bore horn. I would, I'm I, mean, saying.
0: I would be checking my phone to see if I got a new tweet or not, though.
1: Yes, exactly. You know. Anyway, that's just that's a side note. Okay. But anyway. Well, wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. the, the, the Rivian still <laughs> uses air in the tires. I thought this was an electric vehicle. They should be using <laughs> yeah. electrons or something.
1: Exactly. It was just so interesting to have this, you know, watch all this stuff done. It was cool. This off-road package also included an incredible recovery gear setup. So he had uh, the Tractor straps. Beams. <laughs> he had the kinetic rope. They gave him two soft shackles. He had one D-ring in there. Um, there was tree saver. There's traction boards. I'm like, and gloves. Nice. Dang! I'm, so because we, we go through this with anybody and kind of show them some basic stuff for recovery gear if you're going to wheel alone, that kind of stuff. We don't recommend it, but, you know, we have to show them all that stuff. And I'm like, there's nothing here we need to tell you. So we were checking his gear to make sure everything was American-made. It was rated to the highest rating. I'm like, wow. I mean, what did that cost you? This is just an added package for him to have for that. So
0: This is the best $300,000 off-road vehicle ever made.
2: It's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy.
0: I've (laughs) I've recently
2: seen one of those that was in a— I was in New York, and my counterpart was driving his son's Rivian. And no matter what you think about an electric vehicle, that is a very well put together vehicle.
0: It's amazing. And you,
2: and you lo- yeah, and you look at the craftsmanship. It actually is fairly nice. Oh no, yeah. no,
0: it is. The, it's a beautiful vehicle. It does not. It does not register to me as a truck, uh, though, and certainly not an off road vehicle. Uh, yeah. And uh, it it, it kind of looks like a, um, a one of the new Renegades with a bed on the back of it.
1: Well, what's interesting too is the way they have utilized. So the funny part was when he we sat to have lunch and he lifts the hood, which you expect to see a full engine in and there, a,
0: and a midget jumps out. <laughs>
1: and it and it's storage. It's kind of like you know the Corvettes in the old day. You know, you lift it up, he had storage. Uh-huh. So that was
2: interesting. Frunk.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: and then the um, right behind the passenger seat. This is a four door. They have a spot in the bed, which is on the outside, that you press a button and the door opens, and it's a full all the way through storage. So somehow they, it's kind of like it's underneath the back seat, if you will. If you want to sort of make it look like that, um, so the back seat's are there, the way the door is positioned or the way the door has been made, you don't notice it. So then when he he touched this little button and this whole, it was like a wing that sort of came down. It was interesting. Well, in that was his recovery gear. He had storage all the way through. The doors open on both sides. It was kind of a neat way to store things. It's like excess space that probably we have in our regular trucks, but we don't realize it. I don't know. It was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of different for me to see that. Um, but we, we did about 20 miles off-road. So when we met him, he had about a 70 to eighty percent charge left, about two hundred twenty miles. And when we left, he had about one hundred fifteen left. So that was kind of giving an idea of what we did. Um, and we did a lot of stopping and starting. We did have him turn it off each time, just because there was no reason to leave it running. We weren't sure what his um, his ability was to be able to stay with that. So that was kind of
0: fun. What do you mean running? What what part of it was running?
1: Well, like when he well, just the electric motor running. We just would have him turn it off. Each time we would get out and look at an obstacle, we were training. Well, he was well I thought flirting. it
0: was off. I thought if you weren't pressing on the little pedal, the motor is off.
1: No, and when you also, too, with that vehicle, you when you go to put it in gear, I guess is the right word, uh, it does. So when it's stopped and you want to go forward, me, meaning pushing it forward, it likes to roll back a, a hair. That was interesting.
0: The, the so gladiator you have, does hmm. that on an incline. Hmm
1: yes and this wasn't even on an incline that was kind of an interesting okay because you're standing there talking and like okay put your foot let's go forward um and so the pedal accelerator was different we they don't really have a brake like we're used to so there's a brake there but we had to teach him how to use that in conjunction with the quote pedal but he was still learning that sort of give and take um so that was just it was very different it the fully electric is not what we're used to with, you know, pushing yeah. the pedal and the throttle and all yeah. that stuff.
0: So. I can certainly imagine cool. it'll be different. And 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 I'll say this again, I say it every time. I love making fun of the electric vehicles because they're mm-hmm. different. It's an easy target to make fun of. But electric is the future. It's just not now. But yeah. you know, all this stuff that they're doing, I mean this yep. is this is a, a generation, actually several generations, of people growing up with Star Trek and they're trying to to make, make this reality come true. And God bless them. It's the just, dribbles. yeah, you just yeah. need to work on the power generation thing. We need some yeah. antimatter uh, reactors and all kinds of crap, you know, stuff that we can take out uh, half the country with one explosion, you know. Right. Kind of like using a Dana 35. It's going to take out yeah. a city block. So, but but that's the only problem I have. And, and we're coming along really, really well with the technology, just not the batteries or the the, the thing that creates the electricity. Uh, that, yeah. that's on the vehicle. I don't mean where you plug it into anything, on mm-hmm. the vehicle. I mean, yeah. I, if if you give me a, um, not a battleship, what is it, an aircraft carrier where you have to refuel it every 20 years and you can sell it to me in a vehicle and it's electric and I can go zero to 9 billion in 0.5 seconds, hell yeah! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> with, with all that instant torque and a motor on every wheel, I mean, oh my God, it's it's amazing what you'd be able to do off-road. Uh, but it, it, we're not there. No. So well, Wendy, when you when you were teaching them, did you
2: have, so was that set up to where you had it two footed or did it automatically break and let off the?
0: It has its own foot. So <laughs> no. We, well, we,
1: we yeah we we actually taught him two foot because okay. when we got to the crawling part of going over some rocks, which is what he wants to do a little bit of later on, um, you know, he needed to understand that you can't. You can't let the vehicle just roll up and and roll back over. You got to slow yourself down. So he was learning truly how we rock crawl, you know, Um, and that was different for him because I think he's been used to just letting off that pedal and it slows itself down. Um, Stopping it, putting it in what we would know as park. It's a whole different process. And again, this is all screens. It's like having an iPad running your vehicle. It's Bill got to drive it. He said it was very interesting, very plush inside, by the way. It's gorgeous. Um, uh, Very well built. It feels solid. Um, super heavy vehicle. So, he was talking about, the owner was talking about uh, when he first got, it. he's had it for, I want to say, six months now? Maybe seven months? And uh, so, he bought the warranty, obviously. It's about a, he thinks it's about an 80,000-mile warranty. Um, He had it, he was having some battery issues. No. So, they... <laughs> <laughs> so, they had it in the shop, and he would had it in a couple other times for other little issues, by the way. So, this is maybe just part of that rollout and, you know, things that can happen. It's, you know, when you have a new model. So, he went in there for the battery issues, and apparently on the phone, you can have an app to track what's happening with your vehicle while you're in the shop, that kind of a deal. So, the batteries were deemed that they needed to replace them. Oh, my God. He got to see the price of that was $39,000. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. And he was like, "Uh oh!" But when he got done with the bill and they finished everything and replaced them, of course they didn't. He couldn't see that anymore on the app, and it was zero dollars. But so I said to him, "Well, what are you going to do for that planning? You know, if your warranty's up in eighty thousand, how long are these batteries supposed to last?" He he didn't know. They didn't Six tell months. him that. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, uh, "If you're lucky,
0: it's a profit yeah. deal." <laughs>
1: So he's kind of started a Rivian club, um, and people are getting together and doing things and traveling, doing you know, all kinds of stuff. But he said that the plan between all of them is uh, about seventy-five thousand miles. Maybe we'll turn it in for a new one, <laughs> like because they are not going wor- to deal with the battery placements. That's oh. what they're concerned about. But thirty-nine thousand—that's
0: oh, yeah. today. You're going to be a- able. You're going to be able to pick these things up dirt cheap. I know, but you got the batteries. Batteries not included.
1: Yeah, great. Yeah, (laughs) this great. LS swap them.
0: Yeah, LS swap.
1: (laughs) Exactly. But I'll tell you, it was a beautiful truck. Um, It performed unbelievable. Of course, we've talked about electric motors and how well they crawl and yeah, that torque is great. Instant torque. It's It's at zero. I mean, there's no. You don't have to rev up to anything. It just was a really neat experience. And again, I'm not a proponent of getting out and doing all electric, but for us you know, having that experience and, you know, and he was so generous to just tell us all this stuff because we were so excited to learn how does that work when you push the button and it, you know, gives you 15 inches of ground clearance. Holy cow. I mean, it's like all these neat little creature features. So, it's real, and it was beautiful. I mean, the truck was, it's
0: beautiful. So, anyway. So, I'm really looking forward to seeing the Tesla truck. Do I think mm-hmm. it? Do I think it's yes. a truck? No. No. <laughs> but, but I'm interested in seeing what they do with theirs because uh, I've seen it inside of Rivian just briefly, and I don't know if it was the the R1T or whatever it was you said uh it was just a Rivian truck and i was offered to ride in it and i said no it's fine I, I didn't say i don't care but i didn't care <laughs> so uh but looking just looking inside of it, it it was just beautiful and very futuristic i love all mm-hmm. that stuff it's like uh you know sci-fi coming at you it's the sci-fi's mm-hmm. right here right now and and i love it but uh until they say it, you know i can get a 1000 miles out of it and it takes mm-hmm. seconds to charge. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Uh, I I want the zero to 60 to be longer than the the charging time.
1: Yeah. Well, what's interesting too, is there is, um, so Bill's son, Matt works for wise tech. They're actually developing and making already probably selling, uh, rock sliders and all kinds of things specifically for the Rivian good to be idea. able to go off-road. Oh, nice.
0: yeah, good so idea.
1: that's going to be, so I think we're going to be seeing more of that vehicle on trails. Uh, with that 15-inch lift, I'm like, dang, there's not much you couldn't do other than we got to make sure there's I think he had some kind of a skid system underneath, but I'm not sure we asked specifically for that. So,
0: So the sad thing is when a Rivian needs a tow, it's not going to be just getting up and over an obstacle. It's going to be several miles back to the charger.
1: Yeah. So, we're going to start carrying diesel chargers
0: or something, I think.
1: (laughs)
2: You know, every event I've been at for the last year or so, there's almost always been a Rivian there lately.
0: Yeah. Well, I can well imagine that their marketing department wants that out there because – you know there's people sitting on the edge. There's a lot of people out there that don't understand about electric vehicles and the charging and so on and so forth. They just want the, the next new thing. Yes. Uh, the thing I want to know, though, uh, you know how the uh, the iPhones, where they were slowing them down and then uh, mm-hmm. after a couple of years, so you'd buy a new one? What if, right. What if they start doing that with the uh, the electric vehicles?
1: Well, that's all the plan. I told you that <laughs> earlier on. They're going to be able to control everything we do. Hey, I'm sorry. You've gone 300 miles this week. We're going to slow you down. You can't go anymore. I mean, that's it's happening. Once they can control through this technology, and it was funny because he said there's ways that they could do the tech part of his when he went into the shop was all through that. It's all through a computer. Well, what's to stop somebody from gaining control of that computer?
2: I would imagine too, Wendy, that that the the recovery gear for that thing, people... it's a good thing it comes with it because I would imagine that vehicles probably are around that eight to nine thousand pound range, yeah, somewhere easily, in yeah. And and most of the gear we we carry around, you buy the good stuff. It's rated for a lot, but yes, you know, if we're, a we're lot used of people tugging don't. out yep. four or five thousand pound jeeps. It's yep. gonna take a little he, bit more for that.
1: So the uh, the only good news I can say about this vehicle is with that darn clearance. <laughs> I mean, yes, there's some. You know, boulders like on John Bull that you could definitely get yourself hung up on and turtled because, you know, maybe he doesn't know how to drive or that person doesn't to drive. But for the most part, most of the stuff that everybody does, I don't see why this vehicle couldn't. Now, maybe they don't have the articulation that we do, <clears throat> and that might preclude them from doing major boulders. Um, but I don't know. It just it's very interesting. It was a good experience. And um, yeah, yeah. Just different, wait do you? I've
0: different. only I've only been there once and only saw it once, so my memory be, may be wrong. But I remember uh, a boulder or two, probably more than that. <laughs> Several on, at the gatekeeper on, on John Bull. On John Bull, that were yes. not fifteen inches; they were more no. like thirty-six inches or, well, you, or better.
1: You, oh no, they're taller than that. But you you know you're crawling on top of them, so
0: um, right. But whenever the front tire and the rear tire are sitting on the ground. <laughs> the the yeah. boulder is sitting on the slider. Yeah. So, uh, that's yeah. why
1: they're, yeah. And that's what we did with him is it's like you need to get sliders if you're going to do anything bigger than what we did.
0: Well, but I'm the saying frame. the 15 inches ain't going to do nothing for you. Uh, if, no, if it's not, a thirty-six inch off. boulder,
1: yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. But that's why I said the. Market I mean, get one person there.
0: on one end and the other person on the other end. Yeah. Now you have a, a Rivian seesaw. <laughs> yeah,
1: but it, it'll be interesting. I'm sure you're going to see more and more of them. Certainly, Moab. I could see that because there's not anything major. But man, what yeah. an interesting vehicle! It the ability that vehicle has to do stuff other than being charged. So, uh,
0: so, and you've seen one up close. Uh, did it have? Stock tires on it, or were there oversized mm-hmm. tires on it?
1: They weren't oversized. I'm trying to think. They came with something better than just a street tire.
0: But, but I you're not say going say to put was 37s a. on this thing, is what I'm getting at. The,
1: I don't know. These that you wheels do fit that
0: too tight up into the the, the, the openings.
1: Yeah, I want to say they were 35s, but again, I don't remember. Yeah, 35s, it?
2: not bad. Yeah. When yeah. I say that, it's either 33s or 35s. And it was an AT style tires.
0: Sure.
1: Yes. Sure. Yeah, it was definitely AT. Had great traction. There was no I'm, I'm just saying
0: there's a lot that they're going to have to do to this thing to be able to get it equal to a modified Jeep. I mean, well, I, don't, I, I, I think agree. there's things you can't do to this thing that you can agree. do to a Jeep.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's going to be the case.
0: And that's going to limit you on what you can do off-road.
1: But there's a lot that vehicle. I mean, I think it'd be really sexy and put on some kind of a something in the bed. You know, maybe it's a not a rooftop tent, but, you know, just a 50, little rack or 50 something.
0: 50-caliber mounted uh, machine well, gun. yeah, that would cool. be awesome. <laughs>
1: yeah, not, not legal in California. But, well,
0: you, you'd be able to uh, get the to get to that charger anytime you needed to. That's
1: right, yes. <laughs> and actually, you should have a built-in diesel generator in the back so you can
0: get the... You know, the I, I, it, maybe it's just the size of the the generator, but, of course, they do that with electric trains where they run the, the diesel generator, mm-hmm. and they run it at a set RPM that gives the best... Uh, not miles per gallon, but the most efficient uh, of that diesel fuel. And I'm kind of surprised that nobody's done that with a vehicle yet, where you have this generator, and uh, there may be some batteries, but more than likely they would just be supercapacitors capacitors uh, that would hold a charge briefly, and everything's electric. And it, it runs, the, the, all the the diesel generator's doing is creating electricity. See, that kind of makes more sense to me. But I think yeah. I think it has to be, I don't think, I think that the size of the vehicle would have to be a lot bigger for that to work, you know, like a like a train. Yeah, it'd be heavy, heavy vehicle. Yeah,
1: it's already heavy. I mean, you could tell it yeah. was heavy. You know, just watch it go over. And and it's got to be the
0: batteries, especially with that range. 100%.
1: It it
0: has to be the number of batteries this thing has. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I am looking forward to the future. It's cool that they're doing this type of stuff. It gives us a good idea of what we're going to be able to look forward to when the electric vehicles truly get here. And you're talking 1,000, 2,000-mile range out of it and something that's a lot smaller than the amount of batteries they have in there now.
2: Hey, this is Nikki G, and uh, I'm on vacation in Florida. I couldn't Ooh. leave my regular recorded segment, so I'm using the voicemail line. So I'm down here in uh, South Florida, in the Everglades. They call it the Everglades because, man, are you ever glad to get out of there? <laughs> Doug and i seen a mosquito carry off a kitten. Oh, <laughs> well, That's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to tell you, it's so hot down here, we crowd around a campfire to keep cool (laughs) the only difference between florida and an oven is that an oven don't produce serial killers all right boys and girls i'll chat you later have a good one bye
0: so you know he he was in texas it was early june but still it was it was a, a bit uh a bit moist in uh in texas what larry it was a little toasty <laughs> so i don't know uh i don't think i have no i've never been to florida so uh but i hear it's very similar to southeast texas it it goes a little further south than southeast texas so it could be worse it'd be humid yeah i'm sure it's humid All right, so uh, I know you kids were looking forward to the Slop Stopper here in the uh, Jeep Talk Show Gladiator update. And uh, Larry, I'm going to need your help on this one because you have direct experience with stopping the slop. I'm okay. talking. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> I know, I'm like this is going to be I'm good. Concerned. I'm talking yeah. about the Yeti uh, XD JL sector shaft brace with frame side track bar reinforcement bracket. Now, you did a, a video on this, didn't you, Larry?
2: Yeah, I did it. It's actually a really nice kit that uh, that Steer Smarts came up with for that. Really Uh, nice.
0: Yep, so uh, I should be getting one here. Uh, I don't know uh, if it's in the next uh, week or two weeks or something, but I should be getting one of these things. Now, you put yours on because your is it, 2018 uh, GLU, is that correct?
2: Yeah, so my 2018 still has the aluminum steering box in it. I did that just to stiffen it up. But what's kind of nice is the sector shaft itself has got the, and they use a bearing, not a bushing, to, to hold that in place. It also stiffens up the track bar mount as well.
0: And and did you notice a difference? I mean, were you having problems with the slop uh, before putting this this uh, uh, steer smarts uh, sector shaft brace on?
2: No, I did mine more as a preventative. I wasn't feeling any of that in it. It was just more of a preventative maintenance type situation. Right, but I'll just say this: when you put it on, make sure you put all the bolts in and. Don't tighten anything up until it's all together.
0: Did you have to do something twice, Larry?
2: Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna admit that. Come on now.
0: So uh now I'm really excited about this. I have not noticed any issues with the with the Gladiator, and that's why I was asking if you had noticed something about the uh uh your JLU steering. Uh but uh the uh XJ that I have uh, is a unibody and that unibody that is what the uh the the uh, steering uh, box is bolted to and you can definitely feel uh issues with that because you know you're just talking about thin sheet metal uh, flexing and when i put a uh a, a, a steering a sector shaft brace uh from iron man uh, fab 4x4 4, 4x4 fab i'm sorry Andrew, i always get those backwards um It was amazing, my God! The steering was like uh, the wife's TJ, which is so tight you can't even have a tight grip on it unless you want to uh, sneeze and drive off in the ditch. Uh, It was just so much, so nice having that, uh, not having that big uh, uh, dead spot in the uh, in the steering wheel. So, uh, but but I don't have any problems with the JT, but I do like the idea of not having a problem going off road and or or bending or having an issue. You know, while you're off road, so this is kind of like what you said—a preventative maintenance thing,
2: right? Yeah, and, and the biggest thing with that is they put a bearing, so you got to replace the main nut for your uh, on your sector shaft. They give you a replacement, and that rides inside of a really beefy bearing. Well, some of the other models out there, when they first came out with those, it just ran inside of a like a bronze sleeve. And if you didn't keep a grease or dirt out in there, a ground and well, it caused some issues. Mm-hmm. So they went right to the bearing. So it's a really well-built system.
0: Oh, and maybe we should point out to the people that don't know the the know why you would even be concerned about this. So uh, the 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 steering box has this bit that hangs down, and you slide the pitman arm on it, and then the pitman arm attaches to uh, what is it? The not the track bar the uh, uh, drag link, drag link. Thank you. And the drag link is what attaches uh, to the uh, the shin bone and allows you to, <laughs> to steer the steer the jeep. So and it, and the 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 critical pit there is it hangs down. So anything that hangs right. down is going to be able to deflect a little bit, and you may not even be able to see it. But you get this little bit of emotion, or not emotion. Uh, you get this little bit of motion whenever you're steering your jeep. So if you put the sector shaft brace on it, now you're putting a brace down low so that that is not going to deflect as much. Now, on a uh, an actual uh, frame, it doesn't deflect as much because the frame is thicker and stronger and holds it there. But you're still going to get uh, some movement out of anything uh, because of the the side torque that's being applied to it, especially when you start going to larger wheels and tires and all, and making your jeep heavier. So this thing allows you to stiffen all that stuff up, so it's not moving as much, and you're less likely to break something uh, having to do with a steering box or. Uh, I don't think it really would do anything with the uh, the drop pitman. I mean, sorry, the pitman arm, but yeah, it certainly could because now everything is moving uh, more like it was designed to move. Did I? Did it? Does that sound right to you, Larry? Yeah, but
2: and and the other benefit of that is the track bar. That that actually stiffens up your track bar as well, your mount. Because you again, you got to remember as you articulate, your axle isn't just moving straight down; it's swinging off of the. Off the track bar. So it's pulling on that mount. So the, you know, the more you articulate and the harder you are on it, that whole thing is pulling on that track bar mount. Well, that Steer Smart's sector shaft brace also stiffens up that track bar mount as well. Right? And so it pulls a little double duty there, if you will.
0: Right. Anyway, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Larry, I would assume you love yours. Uh, If you want to get one of these for your JL or JT, they're $275 at uh, uh, Steersmarts.com. They also have them for the JK, Wendy.
1: Uh, We have PSC steering with a
0: super heavy-duty box, so I'm good. Thank you. Very good. All right, coming up uh, this Friday, uh, we're going to have an interview with uh, Jeffrey Foley, the Kilted Trail guide, yeah. There's more than two people out there wearing kilts off road, and if you're keeping score, that would be uh, Greg Henderson from Unofficial Use Only, and uh, Bob from Two Cheap Jeep Guys. He wore a kilt out there to our uh, uh, our third annual Jeep Talk Show Off Road event. All right, real quick, must have stuff pick. Uh, for your jeep this week now we interviewed uh, element uh, fire uh, a while back it always reminds Mm -hmm. me of the fifth element element fire Mm, i know well water wet (laughs) so anyway the element e50 is a fire extinguisher stick it is has a 50 second discharge there's absolutely no maintenance to this thing it's light uh it uh, it will take care of an oil fire uh all kinds of different things it it is a little pricey uh compared to some of the other um extinguishers that are in uh, nice heavy bottles and are pressurized uh at 89.95 on Amazon but it does give you 50 seconds of fire uh fighting protection Uh, The E-50 is extremely small and uh, and lightweight construction, allowed for storage almost anywhere. I mean, you literally could put this, like if you've got a mount next to your seat for a flashlight, you could actually put the E-50 in that spot. So uh, it has been internationally tested and certified. Unit does uh, not automatically deploy when exposed to fire. It has to have manual deployment uh, more than four times the firefighting time of a five-pound fire extinguisher. Uh, makes no less. I'm sorry. Makes no mess. Leaves no residue. Non toxic. Non corrosive uh doesn't taste bad. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, and <laughs> environmentally friendly. So this is a great thing that you don't have to worry about mounting it properly, like, say, in the back of your Jeep, and have it come flying at your head whenever you do, you're in a rollover. This thing is light. It's easy. And uh, you can get you can carry several of them. So you never know when it's going to be a really bad day for somebody. And, you know, really, that's who you're buying these things for is for somebody else. Because more than likely, that's who you're going to use it on. and there, it's light. It's easy to start. Uh, I, I just love the whole idea by, behind it. And uh, there's actually a, a episode of uh, Jay Leno's Garage where they go over this thing. And I would say go have a look for that, and uh, you can see the details on it, or just check out uh, YouTube uh, for Element Fire. And uh, I think you'll really like this addition to your Jeep.
1: I think what's nice about this is that we all probably carry a little tiny fire extinguisher in the Jeep. Because most runs that you go on require you to have one. Um, most of us have it mounted somewhere in the Jeep. And it's not big enough. It doesn't have enough, <clears throat> you know, support to be able to put out, let's say, an engine fire. Right. So, you're, so you really need a bigger extinguisher. Well, then you're looking at how you're going to mount that. Where is that actually going to go? I think being able to have something like this, and you could have multiple of these sticks and be able to make it easier. Probably in the same spot you have this little five-pound guy, but now you've got something more that you can you can contain more fire, I mm-hmm.
0: think. So. A lot safer uh, and lasts nice longer. a road flare. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, re- exactly.
2: Really
0: nice. yep. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Jeep Talk Show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave, a, uh, leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps us improve the show and reach more Jeep, Jeep enthusiasts like yourself finally if you have any questions comments or ideas for future episodes we'd love to hear from you go to jeeptalkshow.com contact and you'll find multiple ways to contact us thanks again for listening and we'll see you on the next episode of the jeep talk show you know fridays are like mondays wait they are nothing like mondays mondays suck exactly <laughs> broadcasting since 2010